G'day guys, Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Assaulting. Welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast with Nick again, uh, talking training sessions. Nick, straight over to you, mate. What do we got today? Yeah, so we had a, an interesting one come through um, on the back of a couple of our other uh, podcast episodes talking about training sessions. So it's good to see you're sending your sessions in. Um, but we had, had an interesting one come up, a um, bit of a warm-up period to begin with, obviously. But then the main set was a really interesting mix. So we've got a, a short burst and all I've got here is a screenshot from Zwift. So I'm not exactly sure the actual time limits in each of these. We're going to assume maybe these short bursts are 30 seconds or less. But well, burst, let's put a number on Let's say 30. Let's say 30, say 30 seconds. It looks, looks about right. Um, at 310 watts is what we're going at. And I'll, I'll get to a bit of context in a sec. But then after that 30 seconds, we're dropping down to about 240 watts, which for this particular athlete, we're looking at an FTP of 260. So we're going well above in our 30-second block and then dropping down for what might look like probably anywhere between 90 seconds to two minutes, I would guess, uh, in that. Let's say that two minutes. Down. Let's say cause. two minutes for, yep. for 240 watts. But then we're going back up to 310 for another short burst of about 30 seconds, um, going into a recovery period of what looks to be, let's say, three minutes. Uh, in a recovery period down at about 120 watts by the looks of things. Um, and then we're repeating that across the session five times. So bit of an interesting mix. Hopefully you've stayed with us in terms of where we're going. It's fundamentally 30 seconds at 310, dropping down for, for two minutes to 240, another 30 seconds at 310, and then about three minutes of 120 uh, watts as an active recovery. Repeat that four to five times. That is our, our session we're going to be talking through today. Well, so first and foremost, I guess what, what do we what do we think in terms of what is this session trying to achieve? I don't have too much more context in terms of what the athletes trying to do. They're more sending it to us as a rate this session, have a look, and let us know your thoughts. Um, what what's your first impression of that session? Yeah, so just um, just quickly before I go into that, I'll just for those that like to work on percentages of FTP, so we're basically doing thirty seconds at one twenty percent, and then down to two minutes at ninety two percent back up to 30 seconds at 120%. So you're going significantly over FTP, just below it, significantly over to finish. What was the recovery, Nick? Do you remember? Did you take a couple minutes? Yeah, at it looks, watts? yeah, so it's, it's up, down, up, and then it looks about, if we're calling that that 240-watt bit in between yep. our two hard efforts two minutes, then this okay. would definitely be three minutes. minutes. Oh, three minutes, sorry. Yeah, three it's minutes definitely longer. Oh. Yeah, so we're looking at what, I mean, I mean, that's the question. What is the goal? Um, to, to me... <clears throat> To me, I feel like this is a threshold session, but then it's got some a bit of VO2 chucked in just because <laughs> that's kind yeah. of my, my thought process on it. Yeah. Um, the, the structure that's there, the 30 seconds hard is really good at getting your heart rate, your oxygen consumption up really, really quickly, right? which means why would you want to do that? Well, you're trying to accumulate time at VO2 max. So what you could do is, is and Nick and I were speaking about this um, off air, uh, just as a, something that we saw during the week, that you can actually go really hard. So go above your VO2 max, 120, 130, whatever. Go, go really hard for 20 or 30 seconds to get your oxygen consumption, your heart rate up really, really quickly. And then you can drop the intensity below and still maintain a high oxygen consumption. So th this session kind of does that, where you go really hard to begin with to get your heart rate up. And then you're going, here you're going below FTP. So it's kind of an awkward one where if you go below your FTP, which is going to be 8% below FTP, you're probably not going to maintain VO2 max. So your oxygen consumption is going to come, come down. So that's why I think it's a threshold session predominantly. If, if the session was 30 seconds hard, let's just make a, let's make a, an, uh, let's say, what's our VO2 max? Uh, let's say our VO2 max is probably about 310, probably where it is. 
Yep. Close, close to. I think we're pretty, pretty so, close there, yeah. 120% yeah. of FPP. For most people, it's going to be in the ballpark of where their VO2 yeah. might Could be a bit more, might be slightly yeah. under. But let's say it's a, we're going 30 seconds at about VO2 max and then down to just below threshold. So what you could do is, well, you could change that session to make it. If, if you want to do accumulate time at VO2 max and keep the session structure similar, do 30 seconds at about 360 watts to get that oxygen consumption up. And then you do two minutes at um, probably around 290 maybe even 280, 280, 290. All right, so above your FTP, but still quite a bit below your VO2 max. Um, and that's going to allow you to accumulate the time at VO2 max. Now, the session as it is, we've got 30 seconds hard, which isn't that hard. It, it, I, I think it's about 100% VO2 max. Oh, it, it don't, sorry, it is hard. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It is hard, but then you're going at two minutes at below FTP. So I can see how this could be a specific session and we'll get to specificity later on. But in terms of, in terms of the physiology, I don't think this is going to tick the box for time at VO2 max. I think there's better, better you'd have to hold a slightly higher wattage, maybe closer to like 280 instead of 240. Um, and because we're not accumulating time at VO2 max, I'm not convinced we need the 30 hard at the start or the 30 hard at the end, unless it ties in well with specificity, such yeah. as a sprint finish. You know, I think that's the 30 second at the end. To me, and I'm happy to hear your thoughts here, Nick, but to me, the 30 seconds at the end does nothing physiologically in terms of, you're, you know, you're, you're not, if you're trying to get time at VO2 max, well, you shouldn't be able to go 30 seconds hard again. You should already be on the limit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not, and you should already be at the max anyway. Um, and then from a threshold perspective, it's not going to, or, or from an anaerobic capacity perspective, well, you, you best not to have two minutes of training prior to doing a 30 second effort. Um, but it could work from a specificity perspective, like a sprint finish in a crit race or something like that. But physiologically, I don't see the need to do a 30 seconds at the end of it other than to be hard. <laughs> um, and I, I would question whether the 30 seconds at the start is necessary with, given that we're slightly below FTP for the two minutes. Yep. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that. And I think the... If we're looking at well, what what might be a bit more appropriate if we if we're talking about it being a, trying to get a bit of a VO two stimulus, like you said before, it's like go, you're probably not going hard enough in that first effort, and then also that that trailing little bit in between probably also isn't isn't quite hard enough. If we are trying to shuffle it to to go a bit more in the VO two, get the oxygen consumption up and keep it there, that first effort's got to be a lot harder, and then we don't necessarily have to have that second little block. I think specificity probably makes the most sense to me as to why would we have a second or 30, 30 second sprint before we get our recovery and then we go into the repeating that um, would be yeah that intermittent nature of something like a, a short road race or a crit um, if we're talking cycling it's it's big burst to keep on the wheel all right we're holding the wheel for a couple of a uh, couple of minutes and then someone else goes again so it's another quick burst and then all right the pack catches up so now we're sitting at the back and we're just rolling through active recovery i think as a profile of how does that compare to um, compare to a crit race? It, it probably makes a lot of sense. Um, again, is it is it something that physiologically is going to give us much stimulus? Probably not. Something else to note: this, this total session isn't very isn't very long. Like from beginning of their warm up to the end of the cool down, it's not very long at all. It's only sort of like half an hour. So, it's is it something that maybe is being thrown in as a all right? We've got we've got some races coming up in couple of weeks time we we don't have an opportunity to do like a practice race like footy clubs and that they get practice matches crit racing it's kind of you go to race one and that is your your first crack so 
it, it might be just a bit of simulation type stuff, which I think, yeah, fair enough. If you want to practice just going hard when you don't have much le- left in the legs, cool, and, and do it a handful of times. But physiologically, uh, are we going to get much bang for buck out of it in terms of a, a stimulus by doing this again and again? I, I can't really see it being um, amazing for that. But again, if we look at the practical side of things and trying to just get prepared for for that race feel, um, it might be ticking a couple of boxes there um, for, from that regard. Yeah, no, I know I agree, man. I'm just doing some maths here just to sort of <clears throat> conclude what I would do differently if it was up to me. Um, and from a physiological perspective, instead of doing... I'm going to, again, start with time at VO2 max and then I'll come to specificity. If we're trying to get time at VO2 max, instead of doing 30 at 310, two minutes at 240 and then 30 again at 310, I'd do something like, happy to keep 30 at 310, but then I'd go 30 at 200 to 210. So it's almost like an active recovery. So you're dropping it off, but then you're going two minutes or closer to 295. So you're really pushing above that, in between that threshold and the VO2. That will accumulate time at VO2 max. Doing the 240 is not going to cut it from a VO2 max perspective. So that wouldn't be a good stimulus for that. Coming back to specificity, totally agree. I think that um, basically a fart leg session is what, what would be yep. the most specific. So like a crit race. All right. So here we've got 30 on, two minutes sort of hold on, 30 go again, have a rest. Which from a specificity perspective for a crit race could be could be pretty good. I think we can make it more specific because how often do you get to go really hard for 30 seconds? You could put a profile in there where it's like, keep it as this 30 seconds hard. And then it's 60 seconds at 240, but then it's like six seconds hard. Yeah. It's back to it's a little bit more 15 seconds yeah. at float. And then it's 20 seconds hard. And then it's two minute recovery at 120. And then it's three seconds. You get the point. Like in a crit yeah. race, you go around a corner, you accelerate out for five seconds, get the wheel, float just below your threshold, another corner. So you see, you roll into the corner for five seconds. And then you accelerate out for six seconds, you get the point. So you can be quite specific in that respect. And now we don't know what the context of this is. We don't know if it's a crit race or whatever. We're just yep. giving out some, some different scenarios. Just 30, just 30 hard, two minutes down, 30 hard again. If that's specific, go for it. Physiologically, I think there are better or there are some changes that can be made, um, particularly with that two-minute float being a bit harder, closer to 295 instead of 240. Um, from a stimulus perspective, but if that's what happens in the race, then so be it. But I, I think from if we're looking at different types of, of events, always come back to specificity. You've got the physiology, does it tick the box for that? This one, I'd say, I'd argue maybe not, but then if it does tick the box for specificity, then it's not a bad session. Um, yep. And that's kind of where I'm at with it, yeah. I think that's a pretty fair summary there. I don't, I don't think there's, there's too much more to talk about from, from that aspect, if you are bringing in that, to have that really specific approach. Again, it's it's one of those ones that in practice and touching on your point before about the five second burst in a crit and, and shorter efforts like that, like because it is a bit more unpredictable, um, how do you build a session that, that has a five second burst and a, and a like, particularly if we're looking at this as a Zwift workout, if you're going five seconds way up and then 10 seconds down and I, I get the practicality of that session and building it into Zwift and following it as like an erg mode session, uh, makes a lot more sense to go some slightly longer, uh, longer bursts there, um, but definitely agree. It, it's it more fits in it. The session in its current state more fits in that. Let's just get try to get as close as possible to sort of race fit for something like a crit. Um, I guess the the only other thing to say is it probably if you're extending it out to to longer longer distance racing, I, I don't think there's much really applicability of this type of session in in things like long distance road racing, long course triathlon. 
um, because again, there's probably better ways that we can accumulate that that physiological stimulus that we're more in need of there. Um, any any final yeah. thoughts to to add on on this one? Yeah, I think I'd just say I'd agree that in terms of specificity specificity to longer duration events, like you know, you could argue you could do a two minute just below FTP into a thirty second hard effort as a sprint finish or or as a quick breakaway. Like that would be specific. Um, and I did have something else, and I've just gone blank. Um, that's right. Well, I'll put it in the show notes, or we'll do a quick audio cut at the end if I remember what it was. But um, yeah, I, I know that, that's a, that's what I was, was going to say. So no, I can't remember. It's gone. It's, it's, it's gone. In, it's gone. Nick. <laughs> it's gone. That's all right. It was a we'll, good um, point. It was if, a good if you think of it later, we'll we'll quickly record it, chuck at the end. But um, I think yeah, quick, very quick summary. Like we already said, race specific, really good. If we're talking about something like a crit physiologically there's a few changes that we could make to make that session a little bit better so keep sending your sessions in um really enjoying doing these episodes where we're breaking down your your sessions um where can where can people send their sessions in luke that's all, before i say that mate i remembered it, I oh, he's, got it. Didn't remember he's got it he's got it i was basically i was basically saying you know how we, we, we're very big on polarized training you either go yep. easy or you go hard this one kind of fits in that middle ground where it's yeah, not quite zone. hard enough but it's definitely not easy either so yeah, go hard or go easy. So just a few tweaks to be good. But yeah, if you want to send us any sessions, chuck it to nick at metsperformance.com by email or to our Instagram page at metsperformance. We'll speak to you on the next one. Hey podcast, Nick from Mets here. Hopefully you enjoyed another great episode of the Physiology Secrets podcast. If you want to keep up to date with any future episodes we produce, other content we create here, or just anything that's happening in the lab here in general, be sure to click the link below. Sign up to our weekly updates. We're going to receive some absolute gold in terms of what's happening in the lab, what are we seeing and observing, and also some of our old content as well that you might have missed to further understand the science behind endurance performance. So if you are interested, make sure you do click the link below, sign up for those weekly updates, and head over to our social media as well. Follow us along at Instagram, at Mets Performance. Head over to Facebook. We have a great YouTube channel as well. Be sure to check out all of our great content that is already up there, but also some of the great stuff that is coming soon. Thanks again. Be sure to share the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed another episode and we'll see you in the next one.